the Untitled Wrestling Podcast is proudly sponsored by Thatchface, taming beards and saving lives. Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. You are tuned in to the Untitled Wrestling Podcast, hosted by Troy, Jay and Aaron. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Untitled Wrestling Podcast with this week's yeah, with this week's review of NXT. Joined as always by Jay and Aaron. How are we doing today, chaps? All right. Been a bit, been a while since you've done one of those intros, isn't it? I know. A little, a little bit rusty there, Troy. <laughs> First of many. Don't you worry. Getting back on it. <laughs> How you getting on, Aaron? You good? My jaw hurts. Your jaw hurts. Yeah. Did you get Kyle O'Reilly? Probably. I think you mean so. probably. Surely you'd know. No. <laughs> you couldn't miss that, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. He's done it in your sleep. <laughs> well, I hope your jaw's good enough to give us some tidbits, mate, because you're up. Tidbit time. Let's go. I didn't have a song ready. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> Fuck that already, hell, boys. I wish I hadn't been bothered. <laughs> hey Aaron, um, if you if your jaws hurting, I've heard them um, hot soup helps with it. Hot soup, right, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Maybe a neighbour can bring some round. I don't know. That'd be nice of them. That'd be a nice neighbour yeah. thing to do. Yeah, I know. I, I might shite if they come in though. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, we're going to the thirteenth and fourteenth for today. So on the thirteenth, John Cronus is born in nineteen sixty nine. Who? From the Eliminators. There you oh, go. Paddy Sacks uh, outside far. ECW. Yeah, it was more of a J1, that one. Um, nine, seven, <laughs> oh, eight. I see. So you're picking these now specifically for us. I mean, I've got TNA ones for you. Don't you worry, Troy. Oh, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> nice of you to look out for me. <laughs> um. 1978, Gene Snetsky is born. Ooh. Ooh. It wasn't it? <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Probably what his dad said when the condom broke. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> wow, we're, we're off to a fucking flyer, aren't we, Charles? <laughs> Sorry, Gene Snetsky. Um, don't bat the size of him nowadays. Oh, he's yeah. Batting you. He's an absolute. That's why I said don't batter me, because he's a big fella. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in 1981, Shad Gaspard is born. Nice. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. A year later, fucking Welsh fucking giant Mason Ryan is born. Mason Ryan. <laughs> From off of the step to Solo. <laughs> oh really? Is that where he came from? What he does now? Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like a, a Welsh, a Welsh Batista. <laughs> Batista. <Could> say Batista. Eh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, in nineteen ninety three, WCW presents Clash of Champions twenty two. I forget Clash of Champions is a WCW pay per view. Yeah, I was like that. Like second biggest one, wasn't it? Was it? 
Well, there, there was a lot of them that was like in your houses as well. Like, okay. Like, a bit. What was I, on this I'm card, Aaron? Pretty sure it's like their version of SummerSlam. Ah. Well, this one was in January, so. No, and I mean, like second, second level paper you make one. Keep up. <laughs> what was on the card, mate? Cactus Jack beat Johnny B. Bad. Who? Mark Miro. Mark Miro. Oh, Ma- oh right. Okay. Johnny B. Bad, mate. The wild man. Yeah. Gosh. <laughs> um, Two Cold Scorpio beat Scotty Flamingo. <laughs> Come up with his names. <laughs> Scotty, Scotty Flamingo. I have a wild guess who that could who that could have uh, been. Scotty Too uh, No. <laughs> I'll give you a clue. The surname is kind of foreshadowing. Flamingo? Who's that flamingo? Yeah. No, because the bird may come on, play the game. Uh, I don't fucking know. Raven. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, that's tenuous. <laughs> I literally said because it's a bird. <laughs> flamingo. That's that tenuous. Yeah, okay, okay. Eh... <laughs> uh, <laughs> and in the mate, this, I remember that famous how... Edgar Allan Poe poem, <laughs> the Flamingo. The flamingo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's that tap, tapping at but my door? It... Oh, it's just the pink flamingo, mate. <laughs> like, like the Play Days version of the Raven. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Aaron, go on. Uh, the pay per view was that good, Bunny Ears, Bunny that ears. we're on to the main event already. Cactus Jack and Dustin Rhodes sting. Beat Vader, Paul Orndorff, and Barry Windham in a steel cage, which it was called the Thunderdome match. Really? Thunderdome match. So one of them every fucking week now. That's old hat now. Um, I've, this was more because this was JR's last event on commentary before joining the WWF in March. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we went from Clash of Champions to WrestleMania. That's quite impressive. <laughs> like the back to back shows, I mean. Yeah. Oh, good. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair shows, WrestleMania 9. Fair play. Um, 2000 on a SmackDown taping, Mick Foley, as mankind, came to the ring to say he wasn't tough enough to beat Triple H in a street fight at the Royal Rumble, then proceeds to strip away the character and leave Cactus Jack in his place. This was fucking awesome. I remember this. I love, I this love was that so good. So, so good. Nice. Uh, uh, jump into 2013. TNA presents Genesis. 2013. 2013. Golden years. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, God. Uh, Chavo Guerrero and Hernandez beat Joey Ryan and Matt Morgan to retain the tag titles. Oh, this, is all, this is already shit. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Anderson beat Samoa Joe. Okay. Devon beat Joseph Park. Okay. Oh, uh, Abyss. Yeah, but not Abyss. Just before Abyss when he was doing his uh, his other gimmick when he was a lawyer. Yeah. Wow. The same gimmick that he's doing now in WWE. Pretty Abyss much, yeah. Is, it's Abyss's brother. It's not Abyss. Gosh, guys. Fuck. Yeah. Come on, guys. Play the game. <laughs> Listen, mate. He explained that they're the same person on Impact. So, fine. 
<laughs> also, while you're at it, Aaron, did you know that Relic is killer backwards? There's <laughs> <laughs> a tidbit for you, mate. <laughs> did you know that there's a woman called Nevaya that's fighting it hard to kill, and that's heaven backwards? <clears throat> Fucking not, though, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, oh, mate. Hard Come at me. Can't, can't wait. <laughs> Cannot wait. Uh, <laughs> carrying on, uh, Velvet Sky beat Gail Kim, Mickey James at Miss Test Marker, and ODB in a gauntlet match. Nice. Okay. But I've been alright. Sting beat Doc, which is Luke Gallows in TNA. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and in the main event, Jeff Hardy beat Austin Aries and Bobby Roode in a three way elimination match to retain the world title. I can imagine that would have been quite fun. Who won it? Sorry, Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy won it, yeah. Was that when Jeff had that nonsense-looking belt? No, that was 2010, 2011. Oh, okay. Yeah, this run was like when he was... I think he'd either been arrested or he'd just been done for... like. Or was was it he was on the redemption thing after the 2011 victory road? Was it that? Okay. Uh, 2014 sorry uh, in a controversial move by WWE the Ultimate Warrior is announced as a first inductee in the 2014 Hall of Fame oh yes controversial and a bit surprising because of the history as well but like yeah. comments that he'd made around the time and previously yeah yes. at least you guys didn't have to uh, sit through his fucking speech Oh god, yeah, of course you went, didn't you? <laughs> that was that was long and awkward. <laughs> uh, we're going to the fourteenth now. In nineteen fifty-four, Hacksaw Jim Duggan is born. Oh! Oh! Winner of the go. first ever Royal Rumble. Yep. Yeah. Uh, in nineteen sixty-four, Ernest the Cat Miller was born. Yes. Somebody, somebody call his mama. <laughs> somebody, somebody call my mama. In <laughs> 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 fact, well, like, WCW spent an obscene amount of money to get James Brown to walk out with him on an entrance on a, like one of the dying day pay-per-views. <laughs> wow. Uh, 1986, some boy called Matthew Riddle is born. Riddle, Riddle. How much weed is too much weed? <laughs> <laughs> too many pizza boys from Bath. <laughs> <laughs> Starting off with a bit of second-hand smoke and then <laughs> springs springs a little bit on his food and saying it was out of garden. The gateway, the gateway drug. <laughs> <laughs> Have I broken you, Aaron? In 1990, <laughs> Casey Catanzaro was born. Yes, Casey Catanzaro. Partner of uh, one Ricochet. I, I have more to stay on her. And Caden Kay- yeah. Carter. Yeah. More uh, 2001, WCW presents Sin. Fuck off. Was this S-Y-N? Uh, no, S-I-N. S-I-N. You went bad edgy. Oh. Come on, Troy. <laughs> oh, I thought, I thought it was... It, this is WCW in 2001. They'd have done anything to be a bit different. I thought... Oh, uh, that's, more, 
that that's more of a TNA move. <laughs> well, one in the same for me. We'll start off with a relatively okay sounding match. Chavo Guerrero beat Gregory Helms to retain the cruiserweight title. That is quite a good match. I imagine that. Yeah. Right now, this is where it gets 2001. Team oh, Canada, which is Elix Skipper, Landstorm, and Mike Awesome, beat the Filthy Animals, Billy Kidman, Conan, and Rey Mysterio, in a penalty box match where if they got caught cheating, they'd be sent there for a few minutes. Also, Jim Duggan was guest referee on his birthday. Fucking <laughs> hell. What Fun fact about this that? match. This was the um, walk of the original idea for the King of the Mountain match in CNA. Fuck me. <laughs> also, it's as bad as you imagine it would be. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, all shit. Really, uh, really shit. Bad. Meng, Meng beat Terry Funk and friend of this podcast, Crowbar, for the hardcore title. Nice. Because Meng, my dad, is a hard bastard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, this was fucking mental in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Just hacking uh, Terry, uh, Terry Funk having a pissing contest, wasn't it? Yeah. Seeing who was crazier. Crowbar is just there for the bands. <laughs> um, Shane Douglas beat General Rection in a first blood chain match for the US title. Is that as bad as it sounds? I don't remember that one. But <laughs> General Rection's um, build them up, you know, yeah. uh, the Blair who no used to run blurt. the NXT. Yeah, so he wasn't very good, so probably shite. Shane Douglas was good, though. Yeah. Um, totally buffed. That's Lex Luger and Buff Bagwell. Fuck me. Beat Goldberg and D Wayne Bruce. That is the power plant guy, Sarge. He's the one oh, who yeah. beat up Louis Thoreau on the, uh, the weird yeah. weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, totally buffed beat Goldberg and D Wayne Bruce in a no DQ match. Wow. What, wasn't this um, Goldberg's last match for WCW as well? I mean, this would have been one of the final pay-per-views. So oh yeah, yeah. when I ended that, yeah. Yeah, didn't I? I'm pretty, yeah. I'm pretty sure this was there was the stipulation that if Goldberg lost, he'd be fired or he had to retire. Um, and they would, they were obviously like trying to plan like way ahead to have him come back in six months' time or something. But uh, yeah. Uh, and in the main event, Scott Steiner retained the world title against Jeff Jarrett. Sid Vicious and Road Warrior Animal. This match is now infamous for one thing: the Sid Vicious leg break. Oh God, was that in this match? That is this match. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah. Oh, even thinking about that. But <laughs> fun, fun fact: WWE have um, edited the leg break out of the broadcast. Like they do the whole like change the camera shot thing. They do. They do when uh, they're doing a PG show. However. <laughs> on the episode of Nitro, which was after, where they show it repeatedly. <laughs> I have not edited it out. Oh, dear. Oh, WCW. Uh, 2007, TNA presents Final Resolution. Troy, you seem happy. I'm it's... never happy. TNA is involved. Ever. Uh, uh, 2007 was when they were good. Was yeah, it? listen, listen okay. to this. 
Go on. Listen to these noticeable things. Rhino beat AJ Styles in a last man standing match. Okay. Great match. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Chris Sabin beat Christopher Daniels and Jerry Lynn to win the X Division title. Okay. You're selling it. Um, Why aren't we doing this as the retro watch along? Because <laughs> <laughs> we got Survivor Series 2002, mate. That's why. <laughs> wow. I, I think I think for the next one we should uh, specify we'll do hidden gems. Hidden gems. Yeah. Yeah. So shows that uh, we reckon at least one of us haven't seen. Like Kaiju Big Bow. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alex Shelley beat Austin Star in the Paparazzi Championship Series final. The what? We spoke about this literally, what, two months ago? Yeah, it's quite no, one of things we saw about the paparazzi production stuff. Alex Shelley was in that? Yeah. yeah. How old is Alex Shelley? He's about 40. Okay. 40 now, yeah. Uh, right. uh, James Storm beat Petey Williams. Okay. LAX oh. beat Team 3D by DQ, because I... Uh, Kurt, Ang- Kurt Angle beat Team Free. Oh, fucking hell, Aaron. Ponglish. There we go. Use your words, there. Kurt <laughs> Angle beat Samoa Joe in a 30 minute Ironman match, winning 3 2. Nice. That, that match is legit amazing. Uh, it sounds like a decent card, in fairness. And Christian Cage beat Abyss and Sting for the world title. Nice. Main event. Um, going to 2014, the legend that is May Young sadly passes away at the age oh. of 90. Damn, how was she? 90? 90. Fucking hell. I can't remember who I was watching. I was watching an interview with someone. Um, God, who was it? It was an interview with someone and they were, they were talking about her and just saying, like if she was still alive, she'd have wrestled well into her hundreds. Like she, she didn't care at all. And there was, I can't remember who it was. There was they were talking about something where they had to. Not, it might have been when Bubba Ray powerbombed. I was going to say it sounds like the Bubba Ray Dudley story. Yeah, it could be. Where he's like, he's "I'll look after you," and she's like, "You better fucking not." Yeah, <laughs> it's just like if you're going to do it, then fucking do it properly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think it was Bubba Ray. Oh, bless her. And finally, in 2017, night one of the UK Championship Tournament, yes. where Pete Dunn, Tyler Bate, Trent Seven, Jordan Devlin, Wolfgang, Mark Andrews, Sam Gradwell, and Joseph Connors won their first round matches. Awesome. That was the, the first one, first UK Championship. Yeah. Night one. Yeah. yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. That was so good. Yeah, that was. and that's the only time I've heard Michael Cole on commentary and not got annoyed. He was really <laughs> I've got a little bit of sick in your mouth. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's having to say, it's boss time! <laughs> it's <boss> time. <laughs> awesome. What happens when you've not got a fucking lunatic screaming in your ear while you're trying to do your job, innit? <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to go back and watch that, actually, because that was a really, really good tournament. I- I was very, very close to her uh, pitching doing one of the nights of that as um oh, watch probably it. night two as yeah. like my pay per view because I knew it was around around this time. That could be cool. We could do one with like tournaments or something like you choose like one of those or like a King of the Ring or something like that or a Dusty Cup 
like the brawl yeah. for all brawl survivor for series all. 98 the deadly game yeah <laughs> <laughs> awesome cheers for aaron as always um shall we talk about nxt maybe yeah. how much you <laughs> <laughs> Don't all shout at once, Christ! I'm, I'm sorry, I just I just seen something out the corner of my eye. My notifications on her Facebook and got a little bit upset about it. Um, oh, fair enough. Yeah, well, I'm soup, <laughs> it, it it had a loose um, relationship to soup. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, moving on. Uh, NXT and this week's review. It's a bloody good episode. Um, we kick off with a quick recap of New Year's Evil, um, and then we go into the, the CWC, and it's all decked out in the Dusty Cup logos and stuff, which look fucking awesome, I thought. I like um, that. They look really, really nice. Uh, and obviously, the, the, the big old trophy at the back. I forgot how massive that thing is. It's got the boots at the bottom and then the cup at the top, and yeah, looked awesome. Um, first match of the night kick off with Shotzi Blackheart versus Candice LeRae. Um, Shotzi takes it to Candice from the off. Uh, it's a really nice looking crossbody. Uh, locks in this really weird, unique looking like armbar where she keeps rolling Candice around in circles on the ring. Yeah. Um, we say it every week or at least every week she's on TV. There's always something she does where you just go, I've never seen that before. That's different. There's a couple of things in this match to be fair. Yeah. yeah. She's sure. really, really good. Um, there was one gets- thing I, I picked up on which was right from the start that mm. I think you may have missed where... Um, so Shotzi goes for um, her like signature like send on thing onto Candice, and Candice yeah. reversed that, and then Candice went for the hanging neck break, and Shotzi reversed that. Oh There's yeah, a lot yeah. of like, kind of like calling back to the fact how many times we've had matches where like it was like oh yeah, we'll be they know each other better now, scouting each um, other out. Yeah, he, he did the spot as well on the steps uh, where Candice won the battle royal, but Shotzi reversed that. Oh yeah, yeah, as well. Did, yeah, um, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. That's right. Um, Candice on the top turnbuckle takes a really horrible looking bump onto the back of her neck. Uh, Shot she shows loads of technical prowess of like a series of arm bars and holds like she did at the off. Um, Indy causes a distraction on the outside, which allows Candice to gain control going into the advert break. After that, um, Shotzi regains control. It was Shotzi on top for a lot of this match, actually. Um, hits Candice with a running scent onto the back as he's draped over the rope. The action yeah. spills out into the apron, and Shotzi hits uh, like a standing DDT on the apron where she drops down to the floor, and Candice is still on the apron, which looked pretty good. Um, Shotzi then tries to murder herself because she has to in every match, <laughs> where she dives Ooh, yeah. through the ropes, hits both of the heels on the outside, but just the kind of the momentum and the trajectory as she goes through, just like a fucking dart. Um, I mean, and it was that, like she's just going to slap her neck onto the barricade. Yeah, I mean, this week they could have grabbed her a bit better. Like she didn't go flying. <laughs> maybe, maybe she told them not to. Maybe she's like, "No, I've got this tradition. I need to keep up." Nah, I, <laughs> the boys I, I at need... UWP have got a tally here, and I need to keep trying to murder myself every single I, week. <laughs> I need to land on my head at least once. Come on. <laughs> probably doesn't help as well that on Candace's entrance um, she got she took a helmet and threw it on the floor <laughs> yeah that, that should have been an indication that she was going to hurt herself <laughs> yeah um, after this Candace gains the upper hand by evading Shotzi in the corner sending her head first into the turnbuckle and then she hits a, a missile drop kick followed up by a short super kick Candace locks in the Gargano escape but 
shots he manages to hoist her up and hit what I've described as a, a swinging skull breaker. And I don't know what it was, but it looked cool. And she just planted. Was, was it like the, um, like the swing and flat line of things she did? Yeah, but she plants Candace's head on her knee. Yeah. Just fucking uh. look pretty cool. Um, after hitting a DDT in the corner, Shotzi goes up to the top. Indy tries to interfere, but she pushes her back and then Candice climbs up to the second turnbuckle to meet her. It's a really nice spinning neck breaker off that second turnbuckle yeah. and picks but, up the win. That, that was her old finisher when she was a face. Was it not called like the Larry go round or something? It was called, because I've written it down, Miss Larry's Wild Ride. Oh, well, I knew, I knew it was some sort of... Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, so, so some of us take care with the stats, Aaron, and you know, actually, look hey, up. I made um, one up. I had, but, but I think I had Larigo round. That was fucking I, on nose. That <laughs> <laughs> this is a good match. Um, Shotzi compresses every week, and she's always. I think this was the best match these two have had. Yeah, yeah, it was. I, I enjoyed it, and usually, Candace bores. Yeah, same. Her. I'm usually so, a fan of watching her. Really, yeah. Um, yeah, this is awesome. Really, really good. Like, I'm glad um, she doesn't use that neck breaker all the time because it is a lot of setting yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. That's the thing. She's got a few moves she can go to as a finisher. Like she uses the Gargano escape. Although I don't often, I could be wrong, but I don't often see her winning with that. No, I think she used it more as like a, um, just like a submission hold, a just hold thinking, rather than yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, decent match. Uh, after this, uh, we get a quick shot of Finn Balor backstage approaching yep. the ring because he's got something to say. Where Vic Joseph goes, well, tonight the prince is back. I mean, he was on the show last week. He was on the show last week, <laughs> making out like he's been gone for I, six months. To, to be fair, with, with that, he kind of like made out, like obviously last time he faced Kyle Riley, he was out for fucking ages. Yeah. Um, so they were like, oh, Eric, he survived. He didn't uh, break his jaw this time. <laughs> uh, after this we get uh, a shot of the outside a car approaching the CWC uh, which has Pete Dunne uh, Lorcan and Birchin after the break we get uh, Finn Balor in the ring just staring at the cameraman like he owes yeah. him money for like an uncomfortably long amount of time <laughs> um, he just goes on a lot about the match the week before uh, with Carl O'Reilly and just saying that he's still champion and this that and the other blah 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 One line great says, promo this yeah, one line he says in it, which was just pretty good, where he says, they stopped manufacturing the cloth I was cut from. I thought it was really, really cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a good, solid promo. Um, Pete Dunne hey. comes out. Yep. Quickly, Ballard also states, the only difference this time is Kyle's the one eating through a straw after <laughs> reference in their match. True. From- yes, he did. Although he didn't break Kyle's jaw, but still. No. Still. Um but yeah, after that, Pete Dunne comes out, uh, says the only reason he has the title is because he hasn't taken it from yet. Um, people often put Finn Balor up on this kind of pedestal as the the face of European wrestling, and Pete Dunne kind of claims that it should be him. Uh, Balor then proceeds to take out everyone, but eventually Dunne managed to get the upper hand. Uh, Carlo Ronnie then comes down to the aid of Balor, and then Strong and Cole come in to assist. Uh, after this, we get Whoa. Johnny Gargano. You, you had a little too sweet chant from the crowd, which because yeah. it's did, so long, it didn't amount to anything, did it? They yeah, done anything? Got to say it. <laughs> they, they they stared at each other so long in the ring, and it was so awkward that the yeah. crowd even started getting bored of chanting it. 
Um, after that, yeah, we get Johnny Gargano backstage, sort of mid-interview. Austin Theory approaches, gives him an envelope, says it's from Dexter. Drew a picture of Donny, Johnny, which was hilarious. Uh, Johnny tells him to stop laughing, even though Austin thinks it looks like him. Uh, there's another picture in there of Austin Theory after he was smacked in the balls the other week in the oh. ghoulies. Did you really? in a tank. <laughs> I've got a question here. Are, are they literally telling the backstage interviewers to like be more like interviewers, like try and stay the part a bit? Because right. Mackenzie oh, was probably winding up Johnny Gargano the whole yeah, time. But she's like, always like, like that. Yeah. Yeah, but then you've got Sarah Shits there on Raw. Kayla's oh, always yeah, fucking giving a bit of shade to people. So is Charlie Caruso every now and again. <laughs> Not as much as Kayla. Kayla's like the best for it. She just like actively tries to upset Sami Zayn all the time. Um, she's there for it because she's been there the longest by like six months. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, That's the point. Just talking about backstage interviewers, they're all women, aren't they? Yeah. Yes. Are they all women on Raw and SmackDown as well? Yes. The, the only, did have... The only, um, there's the guy that used to present Peter that does NXT UK. But I haven't yeah. even seen him on it this year. Brad's, he's not been there for ages. He's not been on it since they've rebooted it. No. Over the, the Afro. Yeah, Radzi. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Interesting. They did have um, Mike Rome who did stuff, but he is the Raw Ring announcer now. No, Ring announcer, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So hmm. maybe they're just like, I don't know. Maybe they're trying to just diversify. So it's just not a fucking man's world, I guess. Sausage um, fest. Yeah, but yeah, because she she brings the reason I said it was because she brings up the Kashida thing, and then Johnny uh, starts talking about how he was wearing skinny jeans and you can't breathe in skinny jeans. Can't breathe in skinny jeans. Which, yeah, <laughs> it's just made me look like laugh a lot. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I was rigid. <laughs> rigid. Um, but yeah, like the whole night, like whenever she was interviewing people, it was like she was trying to fucking piss them off. I was like, come on, come on now, come on, love, play the game. Don't want to do that. <laughs> Stop being a neep. Yeah. Don't be a what? A neep? A neep. <laughs> <laughs> After this, we get the opening round match of the Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic, and it's Everise against the... Go on, Jay. Uh, I, thought you, I thought you were going to say it. I was going to, but I won't do Grisnell! it. Gresnell! Young veterans. <laughs> Soon uh, to be! Soon to be recognised! As the Dusty Cup winners, soon to be recognised as the NXT Tag Team Champions, and soon to be recognised as the world's number one. <laughs> Outstanding. Everide okay. rules. We're to we're to be fair. Five minutes now, so you can get a lozenge so your throat can is, calm down. I'm all right. I, I had a big drink before uh, that one. Um, I, had, I, I anticipated it. Um, yeah, uh, his promo before that was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it was. Everyone in the tournament dweebs. <laughs> and then he, creatures. Came, like, yeah, he said, and all you creatures in the crowd who want us to lose. That had me cackling. <laughs> um, I don't know what creatures he's on about because no one wanted ever to win that one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it, it's, it's just a scouts thing for their. It's a bit of scout slang calling someone a creature saying they're a bit of a wronging. <laughs> that, that, Absolute creature. A, a little bit of sharing a gene pool. <laughs> uh, so we start off with some back and forth 
um, between Drake and Chase Parker. Um, Drake gets his head pulled by Chase Parker, which riles him up. He rolls to the outside of the ring, frustrated. Gibson manages to calm him back down before tagging himself in. Um, there's so much, like, not banter, but just both Stare teams it. are just shouting and screaming so much. And at one point, Barrett's like, I don't think we need commentary for tonight. They're doing it for us. <laughs> just berating each other. Um, Drake hits. I've just got a few points here. The things that stood out to me that I enjoyed. You may have some more to add into it. Um, Drake hit a really nice looking bulldog that had all of the elevation, like fucking miles up in the air. Um, also hit a really nice spinning heel kick. Um, Chris Young veterans continue to make frequent tags to stop Parker from tagging in. Uh, Parker then drags Drake across the ring in order to make the tag. Martel comes in for the hot one, goes on the rampage, uh, hits a series of <laughs> offense on both members of uh, Grizzled Young Vets. Just his little dance when he gets a hot tag. He gets in the ring and does a little dance before he throws the first punch. <laughs> <laughs> um, Parker then hoists Drake up in the air um, for Martel to hit a spear, which looked kind of cool. Like They sort of botched it slightly. It looked like in their head it was probably amazing. And yeah. if, if a better team had done it, it would have been amazing. But because it was Ever Eyes, it was a little bit shit. <laughs> yeah. Ever Eyes are a little bit shit. <laughs> they, are, they are growing on me a bit, to be fair, though. They are like just, a little bit, yeah. Just the whole like coked up frat boy gimmicks just making me laugh a bit. <laughs> they, got, they got a bit too much offense in this match for me, like they did. I thought that yeah. at one point. I thought, oh, they're gonna give it a me because I'm gonna be really fucked up I, if they do. I didn't but, mind too much because it kind of like added to the whole like so like for the most of the match, like Gibson was kind of like dictating like everything that grizzled young veterans were doing. Like he was like he was almost it was almost like he was coaching Drake throughout the match. Yeah, I and got that. He was like going right. destruction he was on the, the outside. One. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. And you can see what they're doing too. I think they're giving every match in this tournament some sort of time and showcasing everyone because that's oh, what it definitely. seems to be. Yeah, because that's what they do, and obviously later on at night as well. well that's, but, yeah, exactly. And that's yeah. the thing. Had this it was, match not been in the Dusty Cup, I think it looked more like a squash match. I don't think everyone yeah. would have got anywhere near as much offense in. But they've they've got to give both teams in this something with the kind of prestige of what it's in. Yeah, it was a bit. It was a bit like um, when they did the TNT title tournament in um, AW last year to crown their first champion. Every match they give like a lot of time to. Even like matches like. Lance Archer had a match and it was like, well, that should have obviously been a squash match, but mm. they give that time because it was like, well, they, they want to make sure, like, kind of hammer home how important this tournament is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like stuff like that, they get a bit of a pass that, like, they give a bit more time to matches like this because... Yeah, that's fair. In, in reality, Grizzly Young Vets should have had that as, like, a squash match. Yeah. I know they're, they're pushing Everize a bit more than they have mm. been. But... Which is it's good. Like, it's yeah. one thing that this tournament kind of um, almost reminded me of, but also showed you'd never get away with doing a tournament like this on Raw or SmackDown because there just aren't enough tag teams. Whereas in NXT, yes, a few of them have been cobbled together, but they still feel like more legitimate tag teams than most of the ones on the um, not the main well, roster, but Raw well, and SmackDown. A lot, a lot of the thrown together tag teams as well have like got like previous either like history That's or yeah, yeah. like Swerve and Scott. Yeah, well that that was to, that was purely to kind of like move along their feud. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And then there's like Kashida and Leon Ruffy have tagged a few times. 
yeah. um, and a few a few others as well there that mm. are just like they've 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 got like a bit of a backstory. It's not like yeah, they're just yeah, like yeah. thrown together for the sake of it. Yeah. Um, just moving <laughs> into the finish of the match, so everyone's hit some really good looking tandem offense um, to try and take control. But eventually, uh, Crystal Young Vets take advantage and hit the ticket to Mayhem for the win. It was a decent match. Like we said, it was um, good, if you like, to see uh, Everise get a bit more offense and show a little bit more they can do. And like you said, I think they're, they're growing on me slightly. I still find them irritating as hell, but there's no denying that they're, they are fairly decent in ring. They're, they're fairly capable and they had a bit more of a chance to showcase that this week. So all good shit. Um, yeah. Moving on. We then get a Raquel Gonzalez uh, talking about her match against Rhea Ripley and also how she now wants to take the belt from Io Shirai. Um, this was all right. Just yeah. further pushes her along as kind of the the big boss uh, in the women's division of NXT. After this, we get a Shotzi Blackheart interview saying that she needs a partner for the Women's Dusty Cup. Enter Ember Moon. I'm excited for this tag team. This will yeah. be really fun. Yeah. Really. Perfect partner for uh, Shotzi as well. Yeah. Hey again, sorry. Perfect partner for Shotzi. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I have them down possibly as favourites to win it. Great looking team. I mean, there is only four teams so far. Yeah, there's going to be a, so, a, at least what? Ten, eight, at least eight. There'll be at eight. least eight, I reckon. Yeah, reckon? I think it'll be eight, yeah. Is it it's one, not one just thing... limited to NXT, is it? Well, I was going to say one thing that was that's interesting about the Dusty Classic is that uh, Grandmaster Lee and Lindsay Dorado were in it, and they're obviously from Raw. So ah. that would That's indicate good. that... Andy and Dana? Well, no, I, I, was, I was thinking they could have possibly the Riot Squad. Riot Squad? Uh, yeah. Mandy and Dana, Shane Mandy and Dana Dyer. wouldn't be necessarily be bad. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to um, have to flesh out somehow. Exactly, yeah. After this, we get Johnny Gargano versus Dexter Loomis. Uh, this was a non-title match, wasn't it? Just yeah. quickly before we go towards that, um, Mackenzie Mitchell goes, huge news as Ember. <laughs> as it cuts <laughs> that, to the was this what you were yeah, saying about... That's one felt? of the things that yeah, yeah made me feel like you were kind of like... They, they bo- it felt like they'd booked a lot of stuff to happen in one show. And it was it it kind of shown a few times where they cut stuff short, or mm-hmm. there was a lot of like jo- uh, uh, like job and entrances where like people like um it was great. In fact, it was Grizzle Young Vets versus Everise. Grizzle Young Vets when it come to their entrance, they were already halfway out out to the ring. Yeah. By the time it got to their entrance, and there was mm-hmm. just a lot of stuff like that. Uh, I think if I remember rightly, uh, Johnny Gargano as well. Yeah. Yeah. Gargano was already. Was already- yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, it's 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 not like a it's not a major gripe. It was just like a couple of uh, things where it was like they could like there was a couple of segments there that they could have easily cut out, and it would have probably like saved them like a minute or two where they could have like took the time with everything else. Yeah, yeah as yeah. always, it's just me being a greedy faced bastard. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, next up we get Johnny Gargano uh, versus Dex Loomis in a non-title match. Um, Johnny comes in, holds up the picture of himself that um, Dexter Drew tears it up in half. Uh, Loomis avoids uh, a kick 
then um, after, after that from Johnny. Um, Bar- so- Barrett, Barrett states when the picture got ripped, don't do that. I would have put that picture on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have bought it. Dexter Lewis is a fine artist. <laughs> um, yeah, after a series of kind of trade-offs, Loomis avoids uh, that kick that Johnny does when he's on the floor, when he's kind of lying down and he rolls over to kick them. And he avoids mm. that. And then they have this kind of stare-off where they just kind of slither, slither towards each other and out of the ring. Um, Loomis on the top rope goes for a senton and misses but gets loads of elevation. Uh, this is a little bit later on in the match, just, again, picking out a few points. Um, after the break, uh, Johnny's in control of Loomis, but manages to turn things around with a spine buster and a bulldog, and then hits a really nice uh, slingshot suplex off the top rope, follows up with the back body drop, and then does his whole kick up, kip up into the leg drop. Lovely stuff. Um, just a really nice sequence of moves. His transition between stuff looks really fluid and really effortless. Yeah, yeah. whatever he's doing, it's awesome. Um, a little bit earlier in the match when you were talking about them, like the dodging the strikes, like that, that kind of turned into a whole segment where he was like, literally like moving weirdly to dodge moves. Yeah, like he dodged like a couple of strikes. Like one, I think one didn't he like back, like fall backwards and then kip up to dodge one. Oh, on the outside, yeah, on the outside, he, yeah, yeah. Johnny went to hit him with something, and yeah, it was good. it was like that kind of and then he, like a fucking tiger uppercut on uh, Johnny as well. Oh, he yeah. did. He when he was on, on the, the apron and he came. Johnny was on the apron. He was off. on the floor and he just like uppercut them. It was incredible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, after he hits that kind of kip up to leg drop thing, um, Loomis catches Gargano off the top turnbuckle. Spins him around to set up for that kind of sidewalk slam thing that he does before he goes into silence. Um, Johnny manages to wriggle out. It's It was a really weird predicament. Like he ended up on his back, on his shoulders, almost like he was going to hit a Samoa drop. And he managed to kind of turn that round into a crucifix pin. Um, Johnny then manages to catch Loomis in the head with a kick, which I only realised on the slow-mo afterwards, but how much actually connected with the side of Loomis's head and he absolutely yeah. walloped him. Um, Theory then tries to interrupt, but Loomis manages to catch him. Johnny goes for one final beat and Loomis punches him out of the air again, uh, like he did earlier that we were just saying. Uh, Johnny tries again for one final beat. Loomis catches him and locks him into silence. Theory again gets up onto the rope and Loomis manages to lock him into silence. But while his back's turned, Johnny grabs him, rolls him up and picks up the win. This is breaking. Fucking, fucking I man. love that when, um, when um, Johnny rolled them up as well, he kept hold of uh, Austin and like suplexed him into the ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's fucking awesome. After the bell, Loomis gets Theory into silence after kind of slivering up behind him under the rope. Um, Johnny attacks him. Uh, and they end up double teaming him. Johnny grabs a chair, but out of nowhere, Kashida comes to the rescue, um, puts him in an arm bar for a while that looked uncomfortable, uh, grabs the title and pretty much just claims that he's kind of next in line for a title shot. That, when it happens, will be a fucking excellent match. But I also yeah. don't think Dexter Loomis <laughs> is quite out of the, the picture I w- yet. I was going to say, I've got like two theories that could happen for, um, for this either next week um, Loomis is going to replace Leon Ruff somehow in that um, Dusty Classic uh, match. Okay. Um, and it'll, it'll be Kashida and Loomis instead of Kashida and Ruff. Yeah. Or we're probably going to get a triple threat at TakeOver. Oh. Yeah. Which would be very interesting. Yeah, man. Yeah. 
I still think they're putting... Well, I think I had that down as my, my pick for the end of the year. Dexter Loomis. You had Loomis, yeah. Champion. Yeah, it's got to be. Give him something. He's excellent. I could, to be honest, I could... Like, it's it's weird with Johnny Gargano's title reigns. I can always see them taking the belt off him because, obviously, he's always had, like, short reigns. Mm. Um, I can see them doing a bit different here, but at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised if Kushida would, like, took the belt off him. Yeah. Because the... They need something to kind of like elevate Kashida. Whereas yeah, Gargano. Yeah, he's still not really had much yet. He? Gargano doesn't need it. Yeah. Yeah, he's had. I mean, don't get me wrong. Kashida's awesome. He's had his moments, but he, he needs something to kind of lift him up a bit to make yeah. him feel like Kashida. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. After this, we get Birch, Lorkin, and Dunn backstage. Dunn says that Carl put himself in the way of him and the NXT title and that they will take him out. After this, and this was um, fucking awesome. Yep. Just after that, a great transition from Vic Joseph. We're ready. Vic Joseph to Wade Barrett. An awkward situation backstage. Speaking of that, you had an awkward situ- situation sitting in between two men. No no context. <laughs> fucking, come on, Vic. <laughs> Give us a bit of context, mate. <laughs> Did anyone else notice that Vic Joseph was dressed like Taz from like 2002? Yeah, I'm sure Barrett commented on his suit as well at one point earlier in the night. Just like, uh, <laughs> you put it up on Instagram, you pillock. Um, <laughs> but yes, I did notice that. Uh, so yeah, after this, we get Barrett sat between two men. Um, but this was <laughs> this was really, really good. It was a sit-down interview um, between Champa and Thatcher ahead of their fight pit match next week. I think this did a super, super job of, of hyping it up. Both men in this came out yeah. sounding and looking fucking awesome. I didn't write much down on this because I assumed this would be a bit of a talking point between us and you guys probably would have had something as well. Um, but yeah, this is really well filmed. I loved it. I've just got a few lines. Uh, <clears throat> Champa going, just curious, what is your injury? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That, Thatcher just goes, doesn't matter. No, just, nothing yeah, that like, will change the outcome like, don't of the match. Don't worry much. <laughs> <laughs> T- Tim, I love, I've said this before, I love the way Timothy, Ta- T- Timothy Thatcher talks. Like, yeah. it it just feels different to everybody mm-hmm. else. And it's not like he does anything like massively different to anything else either. It's it just like... It comes across very natural, I think. It doesn't come mm-hmm. across... Like, I know they don't heavily script guys in NXT anyway, but it, it sounds like it's just coming completely off the top of his head I, and it's very reactive. I think it's the fact as well he says everything so matter-of-factly. Yeah, that's the other thing I was going like, to say. Like, even even when like he's trying to pretend something, like when he's trying to like, clearly lying and we know it, he says it so <laughs> matter-of-factly that it's obvious he's lying. He knows he's fucking lying. And he doesn't but care. He's like, he doesn't give a shit. He's like, well, I don't know what you mean. I wouldn't have asked anybody to attack that person. He's like, he did, though. Yeah. Um, also another line uh, Thatcher goes a line doesn't have to explain to a zebra what he's going to do Champa just reacts and goes do I look like a freaking zebra <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. wow looking forward to this I really, think I'll be really looking forward to it um, yeah th- there was a really there was a really cool bit where um, Timothy Thatcher again like he, he the whole feud is and going look I'm not got a problem with you yeah, and he says that he's like, like oh, "Look, I'm not got a problem with you. I actually really respect you." Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's like, I agree, like, yeah. agree with a lot of what you say because he's on about the whole mm-hmm. locker room thing, which is when Champa's like, 
he's like as a technician or something he's like you're incredible you're outstanding but as a teacher like you're a piece of trash yeah 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 it was awesome i, I can't really. wait for this i still think they should turn the fight pit into like some sort of like tournament or belt and just have timothy that should just be fight pit champion for life <laughs> after this we <laughs> after this we get the second of three dusty road dusty uh, then we, we got a um then we got a on the speed there promo just before oh yeah uh, uh quick interview asked if they're worried about dunn Norkin and birch and they say yeah. no um nice, o'reilly nice says way. he's going to come down to the ring with them for their match as kind of just in case Adam Cole put like a nice little Easter egg to uh, anyone who watches um, the party playing Uno on Up Up Down Down. Oh, really? Where uh, he said, Oh, yeah, I've got a lot of respect, a lot of respect for uh, Breezango because he always says that's the title. Breeze. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's even what's even sweeter than I'm very pleased with what's just happened. <laughs> <sort of like. laughs> Sweet. Um, after this, yeah, we get the second of three dusty uh, tag team classic matches. Um, it's Atlas and Swerve against the debuting MSK, uh, Nash Carter and Wes Lee, formerly known uh, as the Rascals. You okay, Aaron? <laughs> it's the name, so, isn't it? Basically, Triple H has went, right, I've got my hat full of first names here. I've only got two bits of paper left here. One of you can hear them both. Nash Carter, there you go. Uh, Triple H goes for the next one. Vinny, fit name can you give me for a new superstar? Wesley? Okay. <laughs> I admit, okay. yeah. not the best names, but it doesn't matter. Because they look fucking it. good. It looked fucking good. It doesn't matter. But it, should, it is a shit. I, I, do, I do think <laughs> like that was... Mate. Like, oh, they enjoy sort of just putting generic as fuck names. Oh. Hang on, you, you'll have to say that again, mate. You went, yeah, mate. went a bit, <laughs> a, a bit glitchy, glitchy poo. I saw you both looking round. I was like, "What's going on?" Um, yeah, they, they enjoy putting like generic as fuck names on um, on talent, and it's sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, I, I don't really see the point. A in their... soft rebrand, at least, of their names a little more down the line. I don't have a name with the tag, uh, an issue with the tag team name, but Wesley. No, come on, it's just Nash Carter. Yeah, it's two single names, yeah. and Wesley's just a shape pun. <laughs> Let's not get too bogged down with their names though, because the match, however, was fucking awesome. Really, You'll really always good. be Wentz and Xavier to me, damn it. <laughs> well, we saw them, me and Aaron saw them pretty well, we much saw, this time last year in Texas. We saw Xavier. We saw Xavier. Yeah. An indie but, show. And the other guy that Trey Miguel. Yeah. yeah. Um what's going on with him? He's not um, saying yeah, he's still deciding. Is he a free yeah, agent? He, though? Yeah, he's a free agent. Um, I believe his sister had given birth to a um, baby like prematurely, so he oh, okay. obviously didn't want to put that like the baby at risk. Yeah, he's yeah. like that's more important that right now. So ah, I think he's like just taking a bit of time out to uh, to let like that happen. Mm. Yeah, he's not he saying it. Yet, so okay. he's still. It wouldn't surprise me if he did sign and they they went quite a way through and he maybe comes in as their third <laughs> member 
to yeah. help win it or something mm. like that. Be pretty cool to see. Um, so yeah, the debuting MSK uh, Nash Carter and Wesley against Atlas and Swerve in the second Dusty Cup match. Uh, firstly, what the fuck has Isaiah Swerve Scott come dressed as? What was that? He looked like Glorious. some knockoff Morpheus. Get out! Um, <laughs> he looked. He looked like um, like one of the early bosses in like a Final Fantasy game or something. <laughs> Uh, so Carter and Atlas start things off. Bit of a feeling out process. Uh, lots of trades of holds and grapples. Swerve tags in and controls the wrist of Carter, who shows some really good athleticism um, to get out of it. Carter then hits an awesome corkscrew springboard crossbody. Is that what it was? I would, I would have said like a springboard corkscrew or a springboard tornado. Beth, yeah. however, Beth, however, gives it the perfect name. <laughs> this. The spinning top. The spinning top. The spinning top. Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant. Lovely stuff. <laughs> uh, Lee then tags in uh, and Swerve launches him into the corner where Atlas then tags in and continues to control him. Lee ends up on the outside. Atlas hits him with a dive and lands on the table. Carter comes round to attack Scott and then it all just kicks off and there's fucking bodies everywhere. It's a bit of a flurry at this point. Um, One thing I will says, say... Um, Jake Atlas felt really like heelish in this match. He did. They what? Well, they both mm. did. Mm. Him and but Swear, Swear has been like Swear has been more of a heel like the last couple. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. Whereas, Whereas Jake Atlas, Atlas felt white a meat little bit, baby face. Yeah, a little bit kind of like out of the left field that he was being a bit more heelish in this match. Mm. Yeah, I don't I know if it was just because of the match itself or whatever, but yeah, it was a bit odd. Yeah. Um, I think it was more of because they had to be a tag team. Swerve was a heel, bit technically, so they just sort of went. It's, I'm going to have to play the both game. Semi heels just for this. Yeah, on, play the game. Play the game. <laughs> um, Vic Joseph says these rascals are high flying. They're excited. Oh! Will they advance? Oh! 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 That was a little bit on the nose, wasn't it, Vic? Fucking hell, Vic, mate. Calm down, lad. Things get in the sack. <laughs> After the break... Next, they'll uh, say they're Carter... making a fucking impact. <laughs> they're sending Vic back to 205 Live, that's for sure. <laughs> After the break, Carter manages uh, to dodge a crossbody from Swerve and tags Lee in. Uh, Swerve then tags in Atlas. Lee hits him with several forearms, then another in the corner, follows it with a chop, an elbow, a snap there, and then an awesome sort of low drop kick uh, where he was just in the air for ages. Like, it's fucking brilliant. This this whole sequence of moves where we hit the chop, the elbow, the snap mare was within seconds and it was just so fluid. Um, and he whips around the ring like a fucking madman. He's really, really good to watch. I, I, he was He's like the member of the former Rascals that I'm most uh, familiar with, uh, Desmond Xavier, a.k.a. Wesley. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I'd seen him in Lucha Underground. He was, I remember when I saw him, the first thing I thought was, this guy's going to be a star. Like, oh, was he in Lucha Underground? Yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah, he's sick. I think, he's so good. If I remember rightly, I'm pretty sure he wrestled Swerve. Oh, okay. So that, that might have been had something to do with them pairing them together. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, sweet. Um, then, what have I got here? Carter tags in, uh, does a standing flip, uh, and then Lee launches him into Atlas for a pin cover. So it was like a 
there's a standing moonsault. Standing moonsault, and then he just he, gets he like shoves them as he's yeah. doing it. Yeah. yeah, as he's halfway through it, that looked really cool. Um, it did. Well, I didn't like the way they shot that because the way they do it in the way they did it in Impact awesome. was it? Yeah, it was like yeah. literally side on, so you could see the whole move. Oh, Whereas, it was this, you could see him coming towards you, and it was just it yeah. wasn't. Oh, I yeah. see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, gets Atlas on for uh, a pin cover. Swerve managed to break it up. Atlas then hits a German suplex on Lee. Swerve follows up with a brain buster that looked sick. Uh, Atlas hits Lee with, like, an assisted pop-up, aeroplane spin, tilt-to-whirl, slam thing. Was... Aeroplane spin, body slam, slash 450 combo. <laughs> Yeah. Is that it's, really nice. it's just yeah. <laughs> I, I just put it was a spinning run, running power slam. There you go. That's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so it up with the the four fifty splash, um, gets for another pin cover, uh, and cards manages to break up the count. Atlas and Swerve on the top rope with Lee. Everyone falls down, and Lee and Swerve are the only two left in the ring. Uh, Lee gets Swerve up with a reverse Rana from the middle turnbuckle, then MSK. Hit MSK, MSK hit their assisted. So was it like a neck breaker? It looked like sort of it was a selection. But it was a like blockbuster spinebuster. That's it. Yeah. Um, whilst whilst that gets hit, Joseph shouts MSK. So is yeah. MSK's finisher called MSK? MSK, or, or is he just as he just lost for words? He just doesn't know just what ch- the name of the move is, so he just shouts just MSK. Chat chatting pup. anyway msk hit their um assisted blockbuster spine buster finisher which looked really cool and they pick up the win which is good they were really good a really good day i'm I'm gonna go bold and say they're winning it it's not a bad show i'm gonna go i'm going bold i don't know i'm still gonna stick with i think i've got uh and and maverick but MSK well, isn't a bad shout. The way the way it's going, looking at the bracket, is they're going to be facing MSK in the second round if they win. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh. That being said, I think I think we all could be off because grizzled young veterans have got the way next, which is that fucking. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Then we get an advert for the Women's Dusty Cup tournament, which is starting next week. And one of the matches announced for that is Casey Cantazaro and uh, Caden... Casey... What's her name again? Caden Carter. That's it, Caden Carter. Casey Casey. (laughs) Yeah, Casey Caden. Caden Casey. Yeah, against Tony Storm and Mercedes Martinez. We then get a quick Xylee vignette telling us that she's coming up next. And then we get a little video package of... Scarlet reading some tarot cards, telling us that um, Finn Balor is next. Did you have something, Aaron? No, it was just the other two teams that were announced for the Women's Dusty Cup as well. Obviously, Shotzi and Ember were already announced. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And you had uh, Mercedes Martinez teaming up with Tony Stone as well. Yeah. So that's next week. Um, then we get... Zia Lee against, I don't even think they said her name. So just question mark. Enhancement talent. Um, but notice I've that Zia Lee got their, a new nameplate for their. Fa- what did you say? I just wrote victim. <laughs> victim next. Um, yes, Zia Lee. And it said their, uh, Tian Sha. Tian Sha. 
we found out what it meant last week, but I can't remember. No, I yeah, can't I googled it. I can't remember already. I googled <laughs> it. But they've got their own nameplate. They're really invested in this, which is cool. I'm glad they are because it's really good. Um, um, this was an absolute squash match. Um, as soon as the match started, there was one smack with a hand, right? The commentary team missed it because it looked it like she just shoved her over. It was so fast that Joseph says, oh, what a right hand. That was in the blink of an eye about 10 seconds after it happened. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, during the replay, instead of like talking about it, he was like, oh, Beth, I can't believe that. I was asking you a question and she hits it in the face. <laughs> like, well done, mate. Well done, mate. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, Lee catches um, catches the girl with a solid right, and then hits her with that roundhouse kick finisher. That was it. Uh, squash match as Zoe and Boa walking back up the ramp. The leader of the faction holds their hand up to sort of signify that join the dark must... order <laughs> <laughs> to signify that she must kick the fuck out of her further, which she proceeds to do. Um, yeah, I'm still really, really hot on this. Uh, yeah, interested to see yeah. how it goes and who exactly this the... leader is. And Bo has not even had a match yet. So Very cool. Yeah, I'm. I'm still gonna guess that it's Karen Q. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, no yeah, but I, yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> the th- the thing um, is, they've been signing like Chinese talent for years, haven't they? So they've probably mm. got like more than we know about. Yeah. Just, just Zaire and Bow were like the two prominent ones. So, yeah. yeah. Knows. After this, we get uh, Casey and Caden uh, an interview with them talking about their match next week. And they uh, they'll go all the way and win it. Casey sounding like she sung Barbie Girl on Dr. Jones back in the 90s. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Her voice was so high-pitched, it was like she was a singer aqua. <laughs> oh, jeez. I, I, I get the impression that um, as good wrestlers they are, Casey and Ricochet are probably dead boring to be around. Yeah. <laughs> they both seem a bit dull, don't they? <laughs> um, Great athletes, no personality. Amazing wrestlers. Now, I say that, I'd probably get on with Ricochet. He's probably a lovely fella. But he is. Uh, but you know, <laughs> I mean, he, he makes makes a couple of questionable choices. But yeah. <laughs> uh, after this, uh, we get Brizango and Undisputed Era on their way to the ring. I will say that I absolutely want one of those Brizango shirts. They look stylish as fuck. <laughs> we did um, we did a another thing just before that as well, um, where. It said during the break, Swerve and uh, Jake Atlas have been like pulled apart. This, this is after. Back. Was it after the entrance? It's uh, no, not after the entrance. It's after oh, they sorry. show Rizango and Yui on the way. Sorry. to the... that's all right. I, I, um, I, I thought you were going to the entrances. Sorry, doing <laughs> that. Okay, what's what's your name, Aaron? Play the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Try, trying a new thing. <laughs> Keep me on your side. Get your own stick. <laughs> Get your own stick. <laughs> we cut to no. the back where we see Atlas and Scott scrapping. Then thick boy Bronson steps in wearing, if anyone noticed, a vintage yeah. Limp Biscuit t-shirt. Yes. My man. Yeah. Um, stares down Scott. And obviously we're going to get a match between them, which I'm excited about. Thick boy Bronson is money. He's fucking awesome. He's one of my favorites, yeah. not just in NXT, but in WWE. Um, 
that'll be good when we get it. After this, we get the match, Jay. The third Party, and final uh, Dusty Cup match of the evening. Brizango versus the Undisputed Era. Do you want to talk us through that? Yeah, um, it was very back and forth, wasn't it? Like, yeah. it, the whole thing. It, it, again, we were talking about the Ever Irish Grizzle Young Vets match before, where it was um, it was very much like an evenly sort of presented match. And even uh, MSK and Swerve and Atlas, it was very evenly presented. Like, but yeah. everyone got a chance to shine. This was mm-hmm. this was no different. Um, there was there was a lot of sort of like kind of just mainly just counters and stuff like that at the start of the match. Um, and then Breezango isolated Adam Cole. Uh, Roderick Strong gets a hot tag at one point and just backbreakers everybody because of course he <laughs> does. Yeah. Um, Kyle O'Reilly's at ringside and about probably about two days through the match, uh, uh, Pete Dunne, Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch all come down, attack Kyle O'Reilly, the kind of hold his arms against like the big gear there and Dunn's about to kick his head against it and then Finn makes the save kind of teasing again maybe Finn's like aligned with the Undisputed Era mm. um, that ends up with a brawl uh, Pete Dunn throws Finn into one of the like uh, one of the other gathers and then he knees um, Kyle O'Reilly's head against the barrier Oof. Adam Colt no- notices this and he's like starts worrying as he's walking towards like He's actually like going to war out the ring to check on Kyle. Breeze cuts him off with a uh, super kick. We get we get some more brawling uh, amongst the teams. Uh, Cole and Cole and Dango are fighting in the corner. Cole goes for the Panama Sunrise. Um, Dango like reverses out, just like bod- body drop back, body drops him out of it. This uh, whole he sequence off. here was fucking nuts. It, I think, yeah, I think it was so quick as well. Yeah, I can't remember if it was Vic or. Barrett, it might have been Vic that mentioned it, but he just said, it's a shame that we're getting this match in the opening round because it felt both teams would be deserved finalists. And a lot yeah. of this felt like it built and built up and it felt like it could have been a final match. It was awesome. And this, this sequence yeah. here was really good. The, these like teams in general just have really good chemistry with, the, with each yeah. other anyway. Um, excuse me. Um, yeah. And then Dango goes for uh, Axandal. Cole gets up, hits him with a super kick as he's coming down, pin him to win. Um, after the match, we got a stare down between the undisputed era and Finn and the um, Kings of NXT minus Pat McAfee. Um, so I'm get I'm guessing that the um, bit the Birch and Lorcan are probably going to be a thorn in the side of the undisputed era throughout this tournament. Yeah, yeah. Uh, based on Isn't, what they're doing. Yeah. Just before we get into the end of this podcast and what we're thinking about what's going to happen next, uh, a few things in this match. Breeze's back looks absolutely disgusting with all the suction cups. Yeah. Covered in turds. Yep. Where <laughs> even at some point, Wade Barrett tries to, I don't even know what he tries to do with it. Breeze has got the Dusty Rhodes polka dots printed on his back. You <laughs> hear <laughs> yeah, Beth go, come on now, Wade. Yeah, I love that. It's like the Roman as Wade said that. Like, Come on, man. You're better than that. Uh, Tyler Breeze does a like pump handle inverted backstabber. Oh, that looked cool. Very nice. Yeah, that was yeah. Cool. Uh, I forgot to write that down, you know. Um, and it's all right. And on the replay of Kyle O'Reilly being attacked, uh, Beth talks about it and then Vic Joseph goes, All right, back to the match now, Beth. Like she's in charge of the replays. 
to to pull back the curtain, we're laughing for two reasons there. <laughs> One, because of what Beth said, and two, Aaron very professionally carried on all the way through as his tablet just fell off the table. <laughs> yeah. Well, at the same time, me and Troy looked at each other and started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's professionalism, and that is. That's, I didn't that's even high. start there. That's the height of the head in that. Top notch, that Aaron. <laughs> good shit. So that Such was this week's um, NXT review from us. Uh, a really, really great show. Three really good uh, tag team matches in there. Um, and next really week is just stacked as well. It is. It is. I, I like Dusty Cup season because it's just fucking decent tag team wrestling. Like the only place oh. in WWE where you'll see decent tag team wrestling on NXT. It's um, the only time they bother about it, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Well, it's not like since AEW started, I've, for once, I think I've really enjoyed tag team wrestling. Yeah. And I think this is genuinely like the first year I'm excited about just a tag team tournament if mm. there even is other ones but this is I'm excited for the matches that we're going to have yeah. if these are, if these were the first three ever rise was on one of them and it was stunning. and you enjoyed it yeah. I enjoyed it that says something in, in itself it improved me wrong <laughs> I think as well it's the first time with the um, Dusty Classic where it doesn't feel like there's like an out and out pair like team that are going to win it. No, from no the get-go. definitely not. And, I, I mean, last year I say that last year it, I thought like undisputed era were a lock in to win it, and yeah. they didn't even make the finals. And gri- uh, grizzled young veterans, I thought, oh yeah, there's no way they're winning this because they were against their Kashida and Alex Shelley in the first round. Yeah, and they beat them. Um, so yeah, it, it just it kind of goes to show like that they can they can do it, but and this year it's it's especially good because it's actual like the teams that look like they're the favourites are actual teams and not like yeah oh yeah we've thrown um, this team together like the finals of the first one was Finn Balor and Samoa Joe versus um, yeah Rhino and Baron Corbin neither of which were tag teams um, who was Baron Corbin with again sorry Rhino oh really yeah, yeah. And wow fuck I forgot that was right again that was when he first came back to WWE. He went to NXT. Yeah. Uh, did you notice, you know, when they were, they were, there was a bit where they panned around with the camera and they were like, oh, you can see the the, the previous winners of the, the Dusty Cup. And they yeah. pretty much showed everyone apart from the Authors of Pain. The Authors of Pain I was it, thinking that. They? Yeah. Yeah. They were in the yeah. second one, I think. Was it the second? Pretty sure it was. Uh, second or third? Did Ricochet and Alistair Black win it or not? Yeah. Well, they, they did as well. Yeah. yeah. Ricochet and, and Alistair Black won it. Uh, Broserweights won it. Um, I can see what I mean. Like, it's other than the Authors of Pain and the Undisputed Era. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of like a pattern. Yeah. But yeah, it's like you say, it's um, it's an exciting tournament because there's there are so many in there where you could go, arguably, there's like four or five favourites in there. Um yeah, a good time to watch tag team wrestling in WWE, which you mm-hmm. definitely don't say too often. Um, yeah. And what were our highs and lows? Uh, who wants to go first? Um, I'll go first. Uh, my high was the Champer and Thatcher promo. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. Um, and it, as as we've said, it, it got us all really kind of like excited for the fight next week. Mm. 
Um, and my low was probably... Um, <clears throat> Remember, you don't have to have a low. <laughs> I know there was something that stuck out to me. I'm just trying to fucking find where it was. <laughs> um, you know what? It was pretty, it was probably just the just like the editing on it on the whole show, like yeah. the actual like it, it felt yeah everything felt a bit rushed. There was a couple of dodgy camera angles on st- stuff. It felt like it was done by Kevin Dunn. <laughs> which uh, normally I don't think he's part of NXT so he doesn't really do much of it because he's a part of that like generation from the main roster who think it's a fucking waste of time <laughs> looking at you brother love <laughs> yeah. sweet Aaron your highs and lows uh, high MSK low yep. MSK <laughs> <laughs> Wesley <laughs> Wesley and Nash Carter. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, my highlight would also be MSK. Um, they're fucking awesome. And I'm really pleased to see them in NXT. I really hope they go all the way, despite them not being my pick to win, although obviously I didn't know they were going to be in the tournament. Um, yeah, I'm really excited to see where they go with them. Um, uh, as, so- as soon as we seen the logo for MSK and it was green and it was like, and yeah. quite a edgy logo. I was yeah. like, surely it's the rascals. Got to be. Yeah. Do you think MSK stands for marijuana smoking kids? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> More Kush smoked. Um, my my low point. Um, I don't actually have one. I don't. Week's running. Yeah. It's not to say that the show was flawless, but there wasn't anything that stuck out where I went, oh, I don't like that. That's yeah, if it, through and through. If it wasn't for the if it wasn't for the dodgy editing, I would have been right there with you to be honest. It was just the, the editing at times felt a bit disruptive. Slapdash. Yeah, <laughs> even like the piped in uh, crowd noises mm. and some of the backstage promos they drowned like and I I criticize AEW a lot for this because they do it a lot more than NXT do. Where they'll be doing a backstage promo and like the, the crowd noise will be like drowning out the backstage promo because they've forgotten to like flip a switch or whatever. Or yeah, oh, yeah. I, I don't I don't know the ins and outs of TV production, so I don't know how it works. But you know, <laughs> you know what I mean. You can yeah. still you can still like drown out that channel of like crowd noise. Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. Um, yeah, fair enough. NXT were doing that a lot this week as well, and it was like, mm. come on. <laughs> so before we wrap things up. Where can they find us on all of our social media channels, Aaron? Oh, um, I wasn't prepared. Sorry. Um, <laughs> it's social like, it's media. Like you don't do this every episode. Social, <laughs> <laughs> social media at Facebook and YouTube at Untitled. <laughs> Fuck it, at least no, that's it, not it, mate. Come on, mate. If you spell it Untitled. T-H-A-T-H-A-T-H-A Wrestling Podcast <laughs> <laughs> uh, Facebook and YouTube Untitled Wrestling Podcast and Twitch and Twitter at Untitled Wrestling Lovely stuff I usually do this bit but because you're a fellow bearded man Jay where can they go if they want some, some products for their facial products? What are you trying to say likes? That's not a beard that's what I'm saying uh- <laughs> my dog could lick that off mate that's what we're saying um, 
You can go my, to my Stash. cat should lick that off, and I don't even have a cat because my cat's a deed. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Aaron's cat's a deed. They try to lick his beard off. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can go to thatchface.com and use the code TroyXL85, and that will get you all your bathing needs sorted. Lovely stuff. Thank you for joining us as always, guys. We really appreciate it. Um, we will catch you next time. All the best. Bye. Bye. We're back at again with bad promos. We're ready, boys. Back, Never. With, back with Hulk Hogan. Oh, well, even when I was a teeny little Hulk star, there were a few things that turned me on, dude. Fine-tuned guitars and well-kneeling women. But in the twilight of Hulk Hogan's career, my kids turn me on. (laughs) (laughs) I knew where you were going with that. (laughs) I didn't know if it was that one or a different one. It was too similar to that one. He couldn't do promos for anyone else. It had to be Hogan. Hogan's now like his new fucking Jerry Lawler. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 